Jesus.
hope is found here on holy ground here i bow down here i bow down here arms open wide here you save my life here i John 19. Then Pilate therefore took Jesus and scourged him. And the soldiers plaited a crown of thorns and put it on his head, and they put on him a purple robe and said, Ha ha ha! Hail, King of the Jews! And they smote him with their hands. Pilate therefore went forth again and saith unto them, Behold, I bring him forth to you that ye may know that I find no fault in him. Then came Jesus forth, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. And Pilate saith unto them, Behold the man! When the chief priests, therefore, and officers saw him, they cried out, saying, Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate saith unto them, Take ye him and crucify him, for I find no fault in him. The Jews answered him, We have a law, and by our law he ought to die, because he made himself the Son of God. 
When Pilate therefore heard that saying, he was the more afraid, and went again into the judgment hall, and saith unto Jesus, Whence art thou? But Jesus gave him no answer. Then saith Pilate unto him, Speakest thou not unto me? Knowest thou not that I have power to crucify thee, and have power to release thee? Jesus answered, Thou couldst have no power at all against me, except it were given thee from above. Therefore he that delivered me unto thee hath the greater sin. And from thenceforth Pilate sought to release him. But the Jews cried out, saying, If thou let this man go, thou art not Caesar's friend. Whosoever maketh himself a king speaketh against Caesar. When Pilate therefore heard that saying, he brought Jesus forth and sat down in the judgment seat in a place that is called the pavement, but in the Hebrew, Gabbatha. And it was the preparation of the Passover and about the sixth hour, and he saith unto the Jews, Behold your king! But they cried out, Away with him! Away with him! Crucify him! Pilate saith unto them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered, We have no king but Caesar! Then delivered he him therefore unto them to be crucified. And they took Jesus and led him away. And he bearing his cross went forth into a place called the place of a skull, which is called in the Hebrew Golgotha where they crucified him and two other with him, on either side one, and Jesus in the midst. And Pilate wrote a title and put it on the cross. And the writing was, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. This title then read many of the Jews, for the place where Jesus was crucified was nigh to the city, and it was written in Hebrew and Greek and Latin. Then said the chief priests of the Jews to Pilate, Write not the king of the Jews, but that he said I am king of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. Then the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his garments and made four parts to every soldier apart, and also his coat. Now the coat was without seam, woven from the top throughout. They said therefore among themselves, Let us not rend it, but cast lots for it, whose it shall be. That the scripture might be fulfilled, which saith, They parted my raiment among them, and for my vesture they did cast lots. These things therefore the soldiers did. Now there stood by the cross of Jesus his mother and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Cleophas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciples standing by, whom he loved, he saith unto his mother, Woman, behold thy son. Then saith he to the disciple, Behold thy mother. And from that hour, that disciple took her unto his own home. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, saith, I thirst. 
Now there was set a vessel full of vinegar, and they filled a sponge with vinegar, and put it upon hyssop, and put it to his mouth. When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. The Jews therefore, because it was the preparation that the bodies should not remain upon the cross on the Sabbath day, for that Sabbath day was an high day, besought Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. Then came the soldiers and brake the legs of the first and of the other which was crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was dead already, they brake not his legs. But one of the soldiers with a spear pierced his side, and forthwith came there out blood and water. And he that saw it bare record, and his record is true. And he knoweth that he saith true, that ye might believe. For these things were done, that the scripture should be fulfilled. A bone of him shall not be broken. And again another scripture saith, They shall look on him whom they pierced. And after this, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, besought Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus. And Pilate gave him leave. He came, therefore, and took the body of Jesus. And there came also Nicodemus, which at the first came to Jesus by night, and brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about an hundred pound weight. Then took they the body of Jesus, and wound it in linen clothes with the spices, as the manner of the Jews is to bury. Now in the place where he was crucified there was a garden, and in the garden a new sepulcher, wherein was never man yet laid. There laid they Jesus therefore, because of the Jews' preparation day, for the sepulcher was nigh at hand. John 20 The first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene early, when it was yet dark, unto the sepulchre, and seeth the stone taken away from the sepulchre. Then she runneth, and cometh to Simon Peter, and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved, and saith unto them, They have taken away the Lord out of the sepulchre, and we know not where they have laid him. Peter therefore went forth, and that other disciple, and came to the sepulchre. So they ran both together, and the other disciple did outrun Peter, and came first to the sepulchre. And he, stooping down and looking in, saw the linen clothes lying, yet went he not in. Then cometh Simon Peter following him, and went into the sepulchre, and seeth the linen clothes lie, and the napkin that was about his head, not lying with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place by itself. Then went in also that other disciple, which came first to the sepulchre, and he saw and believed. For as yet they knew not the scripture, that he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away again unto their own home. But Mary stood without at the sepulchre, weeping. And as she wept, she stooped down, 
and looked into the sepulchre, and seeth two angels in white sitting, the one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. And they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? She saith unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing, and knew not that it was Jesus. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She, supposing him to be the gardener, saith unto him, Sir, if thou have borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus saith unto her, Mary, she turned herself, and saith unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. Jesus saith unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my Father. But go to my brethren, and say unto them, I ascend unto my Father, and your Father, and to my God, and your God. Mary Magdalene came, and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord, and that he had spoken these things unto her. Then the same day at evening being the first day of the week when the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father hath sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them, and saith unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them, and whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days, again his disciples were within, and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst, and said, Peace be unto you. Then saith he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Jesus saith unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen, and yet have believed. And many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written, that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name. 
Yes, 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 yes,
and watching. Sadat because the awa man won pano sadon shriya from october to november in kwa je yatete je yatete je yahunu na senne moje die fu sania mi frima kumem na mi shewen monyamu a aye se die wuto paparazi no there be the official cameras here who are taking it. So don't humility. If all phones will be down, then we worship. says out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks you see because it is not filled with gratitude oh ah ah oh no 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 don't let me go there Be free, my Be free, my Be free. Obeka said, Oh, Becky, who named the Mikumu? Who named the Asemakumemu and the Bray? My heart is so heavy with sorrow. I make a baby in trouble. Yes, soon I'm here. What you say? What it? So we bet you on what's in chain. Now one more come So a picture in your mind or bow. One more dear. Eh, how one way we say. Oh, one yami bi. Oh, one yami bi. Oh, one yami bi. On one kasa e bemo. On sha e jina. On shudo bi to me no me. On will be a bit to me too. And throw what? And throw. And throw. And today, be at the what thing to throw, sir. Now, so we should be the end of December. Now, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? 2018 in every year. I said, be free, my home. Be free, my come be free, my be Be free, my come be free. Oh, 
him be a rate sewo ampara Yeah, 
seconds within the next three seconds can you open your mouth in your own understanding say thank you and say blessed be your holy name for his salvation for his protection for his love he has kept us even no matter what we see he has sustained us still in the faith thank you Lord song say demons tremble at your presence what a mighty God we serve glory glory Hey, 
Somebody, let me continue. You so we say, me continue. Let me tell you, say, yes, you run. No, cut all cross and me cry. Men's room, did that, did that, did that, did that, did that. Rejoice in the Lord your God. When I miss Ram, why can you give another shout and a clap unto the Lord? Father, we thank you for this day and for the opportunity to, Lord, understand your word, to hear your word and to understand. And Lord, not just be hearers, but to be doers also. Grant us the grace, O Lord, to receive your word fully and to perceive it and to operate in it. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Beloved, it's a privilege to share with you a few thoughts on this seventh of the seven last words. What Jesus gave in Luke chapter 23, verse 46. And he said, as I've read before, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. This 
profound conclusion of Jesus on the cross brings thought three key areas. Let me say that, you know, on the cross, everything Jesus said was a loaded sermon. He had a lot of messages on the cross. But we can't on this day go through all the many, many messages that Jesus sought to bring to us. But just for today, we just take a few of the critical lessons on this particular statement of Jesus on the cross. Father. The first emphasis is Father. The second is into thy hands. And the third is my spirit. Father, into thy hands. And then my spirit. When we talk about fatherhood, we are talking about a relationship. We are talking about the source of life. We are talking about the one that gives life. We are talking about somebody that is in a covenant relationship with another because he has given birth or has produced that person. And God, Jesus, was emphasizing his relationship with the Father throughout the ministry. Right from the beginning, even the Father affirmed this. Right from the uh, baptism, we are told that the Father he said, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And then on the final day, as Jesus is also leaving, we are told by He Himself, says, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. There was a clear covenant between the Father and the Son. Again, we see Jesus bringing our thoughts to the subject of fatherhood, asking us a question. If I may ask you today, who is your father? You know, in this life, a lot of people call people fathers. The scripture says that if I be your father, then where is my honor? So it's not enough to call someone a father. If you ask anybody who is religious, say, oh, God is our father. God is our father. But Jesus taught the Jews and taught all of us in speaking to the Jews in John chapter 8 from verse 41 down. He, began to, he, he was touching, talking to them about the issue of fatherhood. And they were bragging about the father. God was also their father. And Jesus said, no, you, 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 the father that I'm talking about is not the same father you people are talking about. Because he said, at a point, even they provoked him to, for him to say that. He said, you are of your father, the devil. They were accusing him. And he was saying, my father is a true God. And then he was saying that you guys are of the Father, the devil, because the things you do replicate the devil. Today, as we reflect on the words of Jesus on the cross, I want to ask you, my dear brother, my sister, wherever you are listening to me or watching me, who is your father? Who do you refer to as a covenant father? That when he speaks to you, you are willing to listen. When he says, Jesus said, I do nothing of my own, except that which the Father asked me to do. As Jesus is talking to us about the Father, his relationship with the Father, it's important that we emulate him. Fatherhood represents trust. Who do you trust? When people are about to die, they look for people they can trust. And they delegate, they assign loved ones, and they assign their belongings to people they call executives or uh, trustees or whatever. Or they look for people to, to care, take care of their families and other people or other things that they had, their businesses and all. If today, you as a child, you as a human being were to leave, who will you trust as a father? Who will you trust to be able to uh, uh, engage the rest of your life? 
Who do you think will be held accountable, can be held accountable for your life? Who can say to you, brother, sister, where you're going, you're off. Come on in line. That you will listen. So beyond the fatherhood of God, on earth, God has given us fathers. Who is your father, I ask you today? Who guides you in your spiritual life? Who guides you in your social life? Who guides you in your professional life? Who guides you? Who can, who can you trust? Who have you relegated or depended on to guide you? Jesus said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. Fatherhood is about grace. The father had just been told, Jesus on the same cross said, Eli, Eli, lama tabasaktani. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? So at a point, he felt as if the father had forsaken him. And as I thought about that, I thought about the prodigal son in Luke chapter 15. Who felt forsaken, who had been abandoned. But then, because of the relationship and the covenant of fatherhood, the scripture says in the same Luke chapter 15, says, the prodigal son came to himself. And when he came to himself, he said, I will arise and go to my father. And I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. Treat me as one of your own. And this is when he was a long way off, the father received him. This is the father that saw the weight of sin on the son Jesus. And still was willing, as he experienced this, this kind of turnaround, this experience of still longing, not being abandoned, at the final moment, that mattered most. He still remembered that he had a father. He had not forsaken him. Fatherhood is about grace. Many people say, I am a father to you. I am a father to you. Naturally, many fathers have abandoned this area of grace. I urge you, if you have abandoned your children, go back for your children. If you are a child or a son or a daughter, and you have abandoned your, your parents, remember that you have a father who is gracious. Your heavenly father. And even the natural fathers that we have, go back, turn around, and approach the father's throne. And he's ever willing to receive you. Amen. Beloved, he says, into thy hands. This is a very, very deep message. What, does, what do hands represent in the sight of God? We can talk about many things in the Bible. You know, the creation, human beings were created by the hands of God. The Bible says, we are the handiwork of God. So, it means that by his hands, when he's, he's commending his life into the hands of the Father, then it means that he's going back to creation. Now, he also talks about works. Hands represent works. Hands represent blessing. When you remember the story of Isaac, remember the story of Jacob. Jacob, when he, before he departed, he blessed his, his children and, and grandchildren. And he lays hands on them. Hands represent discipline. Hands represent care and safety. Hands represent war. The hand of the Lord. When the, 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 the Israelites were about to leave uh, Egypt, the finger of the Lord fought for them. The hand of the Lord fought for them. Hands represent acceptance and warmth. But on the cross, what did the hands represent? Jesus brings our attention to that. And as we look at the scriptures in 1 Peter 5 verse 6, we understand a bit of it. It says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, 
that he may exalt you in due time. Jesus had the revelation of what the Father was about to do for him on the, uh, through the cross. When you, you, you compare this to what uh, the, the Apostle Paul said in, in, in the book of, uh, of Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 down to 11. As he humbled himself before the Father, he saw, he foresaw the glory that was about to come. And he prepared himself. So he said, I, I surrender to you, Father. Into your hands I commend my spirit. A hand through humility. Ham submitting because sin had come. And he needed to humble himself before the Father. For a, 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 a restoration, for an upgrade. And then you go further. When you see in Mark 16, verse 19. A profound statement there. The result of this humility. This submission to the hands of God. So then, after the Lord has spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. Glory be to God. Humility pays. Jesus, having surrendered his spirit unto the Father's hands in all humility, the Father then elevates him. This is a very great example for us, my beloved, in the Lord. The last area of Jesus' action or statement my spirit we know human beings are made of spirit soul and body it's true that the soul is important it's true that the body is important but what mattered most to jesus was the spirit and so he says i commend my spirit he could have asked the lord revive me father save me from these people give me another opportunity as king hezekiah did but he didn't do that he said father into thy hands I commend my spirit. What is most important for a man is his spirit. What is most important for a man? We may, we may have the intellect, we may have the mind, we may have the emotions and all of it that matter. But beloved, I suggest to you this day that it is your spirit that matters most. Treat your spirit well. Focus on your spirit. So when David the king was, was having a problem with the Lord, he was not worried about anything but his spirit. So he said to the Lord in Psalm 51, verse 10. He said, create in me a clean heart. Oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. And he goes on and on. When you read Ezekiel 36, verse 26 and 27. When God says, I will give you a new heart. And I'll put a new spirit in you. That, and I'll take away the stony heart. Above all things that are happening on earth today, if there's anything a man, man need to work on, it is the spirit man. I pray for you that on this day, as we remember Jesus on the cross, as he himself, who is the firstborn of all creation, decided to place his spirit in the hands of the Father, so I pray that God will touch your heart, that you will also see the importance of the spirit. The mind is important. The body is important. We spend a lot of time. We spend a lot of money. We spend a lot of energy. We seek we, most of the fighting and the struggles we have with one another and with, 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 with the system, with government and all. It's all about the mind or it's about the body. But today, as we remember Jesus on the cross, as we remember the words of Jesus on the cross, I urge you to pay attention to your spirit. Because the flesh will, because the mind will go, but the spirit will remain. On that final day, it will be the spirit. So Jesus said, into your hands I commend my spirit. As we reflect on these things, as we think about the, 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 the death, we also have to think about the resurrection. I want us to take a few points that will help us in our prayer. 
Number one, I want us to pray about the relationships that we have. We talked about fatherhood. We've spoken about the hands in which we are com- to which we are committed. We've spoken about our spirits. As we talk about relationships with the Father this day, I don't know the kind of relationship you have with the Father. Jesus defined who a son or who a father is. The scripture says in John 1 verse 12, so that for the avoidance of doubt, say he went to his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. It means that it is a deception to assume that God is your father when you are not, you are not surrendered to Jesus. That is why it's important to connect to Jesus. It's a covenant. It's a relationship. There are many people who have been deceived. You know, I know of people who have been to embassies who say, I'm coming for a visa and they say, or, 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 I'm transferring or I'm migrating to another nation. They say, do your DNA and prove that this is your father. And they check the DNA and they find out that the DNA is not the DNA of the fathers. So your spiritual DNA before God is when you have surrendered to Jesus. As John 1 verse 11 and 12 says. It says, he went to his own his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave him power to become sons of God. Even to them that believe on him. That is how your DNA will change for you to become a child of God. Talk to God this time as we pray. So the prayer point number one is the relationship about fatherhood. Relationship about who is important to you in your life. In your natural relationship. Some of us have lost our natural relationship with our fathers. Talk to God about that for this moment. And say, Lord, restore unto me the most important relationship, the relationship I have with my heavenly father. Father, I also need a relationship restored with my earthly fathers, biological and non-biological. Somebody raised you up, somebody helped. Somehow, your connection has gone wrong. Pray that God will give you a second chance. And whilst you are about to go there, that God is going to touch that person. And whilst you are a long way off, he will meet you and welcome you. The father is willing to receive you. Say, come unto me. All ye that labor and are heavenly laden, I'll give you rest. Run to the Father again. He's willing to receive you. As we continue to pray, I want to ask you, where are you located? Where are you located? How, how do you see yourself? Talk to God about that. Well, what is the priority in your life? How, what do you hold dear to your life? Many of us hold other things dear to our lives. Talk to the Lord and say, Lord, anything that I hold dear, especially in this time that we are seeing, that with all the uh, pandemics and all the troubles, the stress that is around, we are seeing that many of the things that we hold dear are of no value. Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we shall boast in the name of the Lord. As you consider Jesus' words on the cross, and consider whose hands, where will you place your future? Where will you place your life? Where will you place your family? Place them in the hands of the Lord. Dedicate your life. Dedicate your family. Dedicate your business. Commit your ways to the Lord and He'll give you the desires of your heart. Maybe you are, you are focused so much on your, your, your excellence, your, your academics or your, your profession or something else that you think will make you good. Even fans, you, you want people who, to like you, to, to admire you. Hold on. Put your hope not in men. Men disappoint. Friends may disappoint. Society may disappoint. The media may disappoint you. Trust in the Lord with all your mind. Ask the Lord to give you the grace to depend on Him. And finally, as we pray, 
pray for an infilling of the Spirit of God. Jesus says, I commended his spirit. He commended the spirit to the Lord. Ask the Lord, Lord, fill me, make me fresh. Fill me afresh with your Holy Spirit. Revive your work in me. Revive your work. And to accomplish that, for God to fulfill that, the scripture says, as we, it's not that God's hand is far from us, but because many times our hearts are strong with sin. Many times things have come between us and God. Humble yourself and say, Lord, forgive me of every iniquity. Restore unto me the joy of salvation. Fill me, Holy Spirit. Revive your work in me, O Lord. Jesus did that on the cross. Say, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. You to ask the Lord. Lord, I commend my spirit to you. Revive me with your spirit. Take my heart of, sto- of stone, my, my, my stubbornness, and turn it around. And so, Lord, I pray for my brother and my sister, and I pray for myself. I pray, O oh God, that as we have heard, we need to be connected to you again. We need a, an excellent relationship with you. We pray, oh God, that if there's anyone that we have a, a, a bad relationship with, a poor relationship with, fathers and mothers and spiritual people that we are connected with, we pray that by your mercy, you will restore. In the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, we also commit each one of us, oh Lord, that wherever we have placed our treasures, you direct us back home. That we will not place our treasures on vanity or anything that will be passed with the using. We pray, oh Lord, that Lord, you will stir up our spirit. Fill us, O oh Lord, with your spirit afresh. That when we serve you, we will serve you and honor you in all ways, in all things we do. We give you praise. That when we call on you, you hear us. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Father, for your presence. In your presence, there's fullness of joy. And at the right hand, our pleasures evermore. Father, we've come to just love on you. There's a hard desire. And we're not ashamed to talk about you, but more so to worship you. You are good shepherd. Oh, 
Yeboni dinga sana yewuno. Oh, one winning baby, oh, yes. As I am, Yohane, wash and come say, Yebeu, Papa Beni, be a mommy. Naya Ferreni didn't say, Oh, one winning, Deja, my Washing come no say, ya be wo oba benin bi amawo. Na ya fire mi din say, oh wa weni deja. I so dreni. Ya bo din an sana ya wo. Oh, I went in Jesus. As I am, your honey, wash and come and say, Yabo, Baby, oh, Washen komu no asayani yohane washen komu se yabewo oba meni biyamame oh na yafuwe meeting se awa weni deja maso. Washen come say, Yabewo Babeni be a mawo. Now you're free, say, Oh, when he a soul, and son, Oh, I'm winning, baby, oh, yes. As I am, your honey, wash and come, sir. Yeah, baby, oh, my baby, be your baby. I have to run, sir. Oh, I'm winning, baby, so. Oyo kama fu mami, oyo kama fu mawo. Jesus, Jesus, oh, oyo kama fu. Come on, 
you may be going through a very sensitive moment of your life where you are filled with complex challenges and difficulties and it seems there's no hope for you people have given up on you the devil has given up on you and you have given up on yourself but there is a God that is above whose eyes are upon you and he speaks for you lift that hands of yours everywhere Jesus Jesus oh are come up Oh yeah, we put 
Men are the sea, we all tears.
He's bigger than everything that you've ever faced. And he's bigger and greater than any human being that stands before you today. Any human being that has ever lived cannot be compared with Jesus. I'm not ashamed about it to sing it. Mama, If he was sad, oh yeah, I see. Oh yeah. 
everywhere and just begin to worship the Lord right now. Begin to thank Him for His goodness. We love you, Lord. Lord, we praise you. We love you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. There is none beside our God. There is none beside our God. We will lift up a song to you, O Lord. Worship you, God. Worship you, Lord. Worship you, Lord. You know, wherever you are, just lift your hands up the world. Open up your heart and just, just begin to thank Him right now. Just begin to thank Him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We love you, we love you, we love you, God. Thank you, Father. Won't you many 
Jesus, their heart for a heavenly kingdom, their hearts for something that money cannot buy, their hearts for something that goes beyond the grave. These days, we pray for things that are temporal, things that end at the grave. But we ought to remember the founding fathers of Christianity. We ought to remember what our forefathers who yielded to Jesus gave us. They handed into our hands a vibrant faith of unfringed love for Jesus. And these were the songs they used to sing, you know, on their way to the prayer meetings, on their way to the gatherings. They would lift hands. And in the midst of their problems, in the midst of their difficulty, in the midst of their shame, in the midst of all the difficulties they were facing, there was always a song of the word, a song of the Lamb of God, a song of victory that they used to sing. And these were the songs they used to sing. They would lift up a song like, Oh, when to me know where the Asaman so and Remember those days, sing it again. Oh, when to me, no, where your son and soul, and could in the hidden 